0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Now, I just want to take a minute before Pastor Bruce comes, and 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 I just want to share my heart just a little bit this morning. You know, I'm telling you, like I said, we're going through some times that I'll tell you, we've never seen, and I mean on every side, being attacked first with this virus, then being attacked with all other kinds of stuff, you know, uproar in our whole nation across the nation, you know, and, you know, and, and listen, but as the, church, we need to be listening. And as pastors, look, we're not perfect, you know, but we're praying all the time. God help us to lead your people and help us to be an example. But let me tell you, you don't get off the hook because you're not a pastor. You don't get off the hook because you ain't standing up on this platform. You are a believer, so your light needs to be shining and it needs to be shining bright. Look, that doesn't mean, though, we're not going to make mistakes and we're not going to mess up. But I wanted to share something I felt like the Lord had showed me through listening to other people, through listening to things, but through prayer, God had showed me this example. And a lot of times God will do this for me. This is how he talks to me. Well, a lot of times I have dreams and he showed me about the family. You know, the family in the natural, your family, my family, all of our families are so different. Some of us would say our families are messed up, mixed up, some are upside down, some are not perfect, you know, probably nobody's is perfect. I don't know of any perfect family out there, amen, until we get to heaven. Okay, so everybody's got some kind of issue in their families, You know, we have families that have mixed, uh, whether it be uh, cultures in their family. They may have mixed race in their family. They may go to, some go to the Baptist church, the Methodist church, the full gospel church, no church. So, you know, there's a lot going on in the natural in families, you know, but when you come together, okay, you know, I, oh, I forgot the biggest thing. Oh my gosh. And we have Alabama families and we have Auburn families. Amen. So we have a lot of stuff going on in the natural and family, right? So sometimes if you're not careful, you could come together and you could have a whole lot of strife and division. Oh, and politics, not everybody in everybody's family. Some of you are this, some of you are that, some of you believe that way, but guess what? When we're in family, though, that's why sometimes you can joke, you can laugh, but we don't need to get all up in that because why then you're going to ruin the nice fried chicken, potato salad gathering because we got too intense about, well, Alabama and Auburn. That's a real touchy subject right there, right? Amen. But we laugh about those things, but everybody's different in families. But also, what happens in a family? Lord showed me, that sometimes in families, everybody's going through something different. And, you know, as family, though, if we're not careful, and we have this happen too, then somebody can judge this, or they judge that, or do you hear about, you know, what so-and-so is going through, and, you know, what's that going to look like? Oh, my God, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? But what real families should be doing, and especially a Christian, And even though if you, because you're not going to always have all Christians in your natural family, okay, is that you should be praying one for another. And coming to them and saying, you know what, I may not understand what you're going through, but I want to pray. I want to, you know, I want to know. I want to be concerned. I want to care. You know, I may, I can't say to you, oh, get over it. Because I don't know what you're going through. I can't walk in your shoes. Okay. So how much more in the church house do we need to be compassionate for one another? Okay. Because we're church family. And everybody's going through different things right now. Whether it's fear from the virus, been attacked by the virus, lost a loved one through the virus. Okay. Everybody's on a different level right now. So we need to pray and be compassionate for one another. But I'm going to tell you something. Our black and brown sisters are going through some stuff, okay? Now, we're going to get right all up in this, and I'm probably going to, you know, but I'm going to try to give you my heart, okay, that us white folks, we can't understand that, okay? I have not walked in their shoes, okay? I have not been pulled over by the police because of the color of my skin, I have not been rejected a job because of the color of my skin. There's many things, and some of you say, well, but that was then. No, we still have stuff happening right now today. So let's have some compassion. Let's show some love. Let's be honest with one another and have conversations, because we have everybody in this house, okay, of different colors and different backgrounds where we say, look, I can't understand what you're going through, but I want to. So let me pray and be compassionate. Let me really be concerned instead of judging. And on the other side, too, there may be times where we've thought, well, we thought that meant that. Well, but that's not really what that meant. And look, in every crowd, you're going to have this, too. You're going to have the good and the bad, Okay. You're going to have, you know, where you've got the, the protesters that are out there honestly trying to make a point. Then you've got the troublemakers that have come in making trouble. See? Then you got the, uh, you know, uh, then people that have stood for certain things. Well, maybe it started out to be meaning one thing. And the next thing you know, it got misinterpreted. So now the white folks think that the black people are thinking this. The black people are thinking the white people are thinking this. And the next thing you know, the devil has done exactly what he wanted to do. To bring strife and division in the house of God and in the nation. And to take God out of everything and away from everywhere. We have got to stop allowing him to win in this. Be honest with one another. Yes, we may not agree on, you know, politics. We may not agree on the football team. We may not agree on everything. But we can agree on Jesus Christ. Jesus died on a cross for all of us. He died for you and he died for me. And he died for us to stand up and go out there and bring those in that do not know him at all. But how are we going to do that if we're fighting amongst ourselves? If we've allowed the enemy to come in and misconstrue everything because we won't have conversation. Now I'm going to say something and I know is probably going to hurt some of y'all's feelings. But I'm sorry because first I got to listen to God shut up on Facebook just shut up okay I'm sorry but just shut up too much is being said out there and it's too easy to say it in the text it's too easy to have it out there instead of having a face to face and then that one or two little words that you meant to say but just trying to maybe give your point of view came out all so wrong and now this one's hurt. Now we're going to respond, and then we're going to respond, and then we're going to respond. And the next thing you know, we got a whole bunch of crap and garbage and strife and division and things being said that didn't mean to be said that have been misinterpreted. Just shut up. Now there's those that don't know no better, but as a Christian, you know better. So just post some scriptures. If you can't post a scripture or post an encouraging word, then don't post nothing. Post a sunset, post a sunrise, post a flower. Do something, but quit saying too much because it's being misinterpreted. People are getting hurt. People then now are building up walls. And I'm not going to allow that in this house. It's going to stop. People are hurting out there. Let's have some extra compassion right now for things that are happening that we cannot understand and cannot relate to. But let's do it first in prayer. I'm telling you, that is where 99.9% of stuff is taken care of, is when we go to God in prayer and give it to Him. Because right now, everything and everyone is raw. It is sensitive. It is tender. Everything I'm telling you is just so messed up, and it's exactly what the enemy wants, is to get us into so wrongness that I could come up to you and say, God, isn't it a beautiful day outside, and you would take it wrong. So we got to stop it. We need to just pray, reach out to one another, and be willing to say, I'm sorry. And when Pastor talks about forgiveness, he's not talking about just the black people need to forgive. All of us need to forgive one another. Even for thoughts or maybe things we've said or how we misinterpreted or we allowed ourselves to get caught up in the Facebook war where it's easy to talk because I can't see you or easy to misinterpret because it's words, see, that have been now taken out of total context. I'm just telling you, God is doing a thing in his people because why? Because we've got a bunch of lost ones out there. And you may be listening today or watch me and go, well, what do you mean when you say lost? I'm saying lost without God. The true revelation of Jesus and who he is and his love for you and for me. So I encourage you today. Let's open our hearts. Let's Fill it with the love of God. Fill it for love for one another. Let's be compassionate. Let's listen more. Listen more. Really listen. And then go to prayer. And I'll tell you, that's going to help a lot here. We all need sometimes a come-to-Jesus meeting, and even in our natural families, right, where Jesus just said, come on now, let's let's, let's get back to, to loving me. And then what's that going to help us do? To love one another. Amen. I know I took a lot of time, and all I have to do is have to just say, you'll have to forgive me if I offended you, but you need to talk to Jesus. Amen.
1: back, Come back up here for a minute, Miss Sandy. Well, I'll tell you what, I have been praying all week for God's help, and I thought, you know, man, you are really helping me out today because there's some stuff I didn't want to go there, but bless her heart. She's already out in the water and saying, come on in. I'm going, oh, I don't know about all that. You know. <laughs> Just stop it. Welcome, Facebook. Uh, uh, we're live on Facebook, and uh, don't be offended. <laughs> well, you know what uh, Sand said was... Uh, i th- I believe that this when you' when it's super sensitive as it is right now, life um, and all of these contributing factors and in this house, you know folks can't see all of us they see two white people up here but this this church is black and white in a pretty even mix. And, uh, but there are differences that God delighted in making us different. What he called us to do was come together, realize that, but when differences become divisive, then they're destructive. They're not constructive. Amen. So when it's super sensitive though, you know, if, if sin is hurting, if you're hurting, if I'm hurting, even the slightest touch, if everything hurts. I might, I might be wanting to be helpful, but I'm being hurtful. And if I don't listen, see, and find another way, you know, to minister healing than, you know, just poking everywhere. You ever have the doc poke you? <laughs> he goes, does that hurt? You go, man, that really hurts. And then he'll push again and say, I told you that hurt there' another way to find you know, don't keep doing that amen uh, so thank you i'm I really would like to just go home right <laughs> right now say you know boy, she said it right there so but I'm gonna say I want you to hear my heart as well, which I speak for her she speaks for me, and I'm sure uh by your reaction here today that uh um for most that that we're all speaking the same thing. And that's a good thing. Because yeah. the world needs to see us saying the same thing. Because there's an actual oneness. Not just in theory, in theology, but also in our sociolo- our sociology. Not just with him, but with one another. Uh, and that we can really show the world that Jesus that loves them by how we love one another. By being loved by him. Thank you, Miss Sandy. Yeah, we'll pull everything over. You know, it's just live T V. You know, years ago <laughs> they I guess they edited out a bunch of stuff. This is live, so we're not gonna edit anything. What you see is what you is what you get. I I really want to start something uh today that would be a conversation of reconciliation and there's just no way in one setting and in one moment that we're going to be able to settle everything or fix everything because this has been going on a long long time long before we got here Uh, but I think that we can make a decision make a choice that with at least with us each one individual And each of us corporately, perhaps it can stop here. If we'll stop long enough and not try to detour around this, you know, and still wind up in the same place. Headed where we were headed to. But instead realize that, you know, you can't get there from here. I can't take a stand My stance. You can't take your stance. And we can't get to to the the together place from here. Okay? We have to be willing to come together and have a real conversation. A heart-to-heart. Not a head-to-head, but a heart-to-heart conversation. And let this be and And do the hard work of building the bridge to someplace new i I want to go someplace new. I don't want this repeated in the next generation because we because we just detoured around it, thinking we made maybe some progress. we got a little further down the road, but we didn't get across the divide. All right, Proverbs eighteen and seventeen. It says there are two sides. This is the Passion Bible. There are two sides to every story. The first one to speak sounds true until you hear the other side. And they set the record straight. I love that. It says one speaks first. Another speaks from the other side. And then they. They set the record straight. We're not going to get it straight until we're willing to together we see a bigger and a better picture. Does that make sense to you? <clears throat> you know, when the Bible says that we can come boldly to the throne uh, of grace and find help, obtain grace, find help in a time of need. And I, can we agree that we need help? We need God's help now more than ever. And we agree that in each of our own personal experience and maybe so much more in our collective cultural experience, we need God's help. And so I'm going to start with me. Uh, I'm sure glad Sandy went first. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but I am going to start with me, and I'm going to you to hear my heart. First, I want to apologize and say that I am truly sorry that in trying to be helped, if I've caused any hurt. You know, uh, before you get it right, we always, will bounce off this ditch and on the other, other ditch before you find the middle of the road. And uh, so you're probably going to get it right, probably going to get it right, probably going to get it wrong twice. Before you get it right. But we need to get it right. You know, it's so easy to think that your side is the true and the right side. And, you know, the scripture does point out here, it says there is another side. There is the other side. And until we, until the other side uh, comes, see, um, we just, we take our side. You know, this week we had some true friends come to us this week and love us enough to tell us the truth. And the truth is uh, that we see each other from our respective sides. And you know, when we take a side or we or we take a stand, we've heard it said we'll go head to head. That's a term that we've heard. And. When we go head to head, the other side becomes an opponent. There's a winner. It's understood there's a winner and there's a loser. Now that's all right in a uh and may be right for a sports game in in a in a player's relationship. You know Pastor Sandy's so wise. I know she got it from the Holy Ghost. And all the Alabama fans said, yes, she did. While they're looking lovingly at all the Alabama fans and say, you know she did. Because, even listen, even family and friends in that setting, we understand we're going to go head to head. We love that. It is a a competition where there's an opponent. Are you listening? But it's also understood there's going to be a winner And there has to be a loser. All right? That's not really true in heart to heart. Heart to heart, we have to both concede that why can't everybody win? Why doesn't God want everybody to win? So anytime I'm just willing to go head to head, I'm missing the mark. I've got to go a little deeper than that. You know, heart to heart means that I have to be willing to move uh, from the extreme position towards the middle. Like I said, it's, it may be okay for a sports contest, but it's not right for real life relationships. So we have to move towards the middle. It says one side seems right until the other side comes And we move and we both have to move towards the middle. Somebody moves first. Like I said, we've had some friends and I thank God they made the first move uh towards us and helped us. And God knows we need help because Pastor and I, you know, people I'll bring it back to Auburn and Alabama, you know, people go, Well, are you for Auburn or are you for Alabama? And we go, we really aren't for Either one. And, you know, that's that's just people are aghast. They go, well, you can't live in Alabama, in the state of Alabama, not be for one or for the other, and say, listen, we pastor a church. We love Alabama fans. We love Auburn fans. And they're more important to us than who comes out, quote, as the winner or the loser in the year. Now, when we go to the national championship, if, if they're from Alabama, either the team Alabama or Auburn, yeah, yeah, we're for We're for either one then. Amen. But while we're in the middle of the season, we're not for either one. We can't, you know. uh, And you remember when uh, Joshua saw the angel, uh, he said, Who are you for? And the angel said, I'm not for Auburn or Alabama. I'm for God. And I'm here for you. Okay. (laughs) Don't you want to help me, Santa? Uh, this needs to be said, and, and, and I, I genuinely want you to hear my heart uh, and Sam's heart in this. You know, the middle is where the circles overlap, right? You know, it's where it's where they it's where they come together, and there's an overlap where also there's a contrast. And they're conflicting positions and perspectives, and those things overlap with one another. You know, I'll be honest with you, I just haven't wanted to deal with the mess. I really haven't. You know, um, I believe the first response is best is to pray. You know, but at some point in time, you have to go down and put legs on your prayers At some point in time, you can't just hang around with God. You have to go hang around with folk, with people. And it's especially uh, hard when, you know, uh, when folks are fussing. You know, Uh, I can only, you know, well, I won't say that because it's not an excuse, but it would sound like one, so I won't. But we we come in, we, we will always react how we're trained. I feel like the Lord said now you can say it because you said that we'll react how we tr- we're trained. There's eight children in my family. Um my folks took in uh, foster children that were very different from you know uh our family experience. We had, that we adopted a little brother that he was 3 years old and when uh he would sit at the table and he would eat everything in sight. And I couldn't understand that. And it was because he was hungry. He came from a place where he didn't have enough to eat. Until I could see it through his eyes, I couldn't understand why he did what he did. You know. Uh, eight children and, you know, we were always uh, sibling rivalries and arguing among ourselves. And my dad's answer to it. Now, my dad was was harsh. <laughs> And hard, he come up hard. Life was harsh to him. And you know, when the fussing started, he go, Y'all better stop that. He didn't say y'all. He goes, You better stop that, or I'm gonna beat all of ya. you. No. Know? Uh, so forgive me if if when you know folks are fussing, I come out and go, Y'all better stop, that. I'm just gonna beat all of you the same. Well folks don't need a beating they need to understand (laughs) amen i'm just trying to help you to understand sometimes that's the ditch that i'm coming from to me the strife and division is so dangerous Uh, to us each individually but also to god's kingdom what he wants to do so i haven't really wanted to Mess with the mess. The middle is messy, and it may mess up your and mine, our theology, and it may mess with our sociology—how we relate with one another, how we relate with God. You know, uh, in changing lanes, and and we're gonna, each of us is gonna try to change lanes to get into. Uh, that position and that perspective where you are from where I am to where you are you know we were coming home from uh, uh, Tennessee on the interstate and we'd been up real early morning worked hard in the hot sun (laughs) tired uh, maybe a little grumpy all that kind of stuff and uh this this we're on the interstate and this girl comes by. She's I know she was talking on her telephone. I saw her hand up there, and she just she just started over. I mean you know she started over. I honked on the horn and and you know hit the brakes, moved on over to the side, and she just come over and went right on as if we weren't even there. We were there. Uh, But she didn't see us. You know, trying sometimes to change lanes, it's possible and probable that there could be and sometimes there will be uh, contact that causes damage that may hurt in relationships. You know, we need, in our humanity, we've got to find some humility. Humility. Enough humility to, uh, to hear, to move to hear one another's heart. You know, I can't tell you the number of times in changing lanes, acting like, you know, I'm the only one on the road, relationally. And there are times even naturally that, boy, I almost, almost caused a horrible accident that would damage and not only other folks but ourselves as well because I had a blind spot because I just didn't see where they were. You know, this week we had an intimate conversation with some true friends and we sat together and talked together and heard one another's heart. And I'll tell you, Sin and I's hearts were broken because their hearts were broken. Not just by others, but by us. Yeah, you know, there's nothing worse than when you're trying to be a stepping stone that you would become a stumbling block to somebody. But there's nothing better uh, that when, when you just will open your heart, when other folks open their heart and you open your heart and not close our hearts, see, when we choose to love and we choose to forgive and we choose God's way. And I say that it was an intimate conversation because it was one of those conversations where all the parties said, into me, I need you to see. I need you to see into me. I want you to see through my eyes. I want you to see me. And Boy, it challenged a blind spot. In me, I know it did in Santa. It's like, how could I not see this? How could we stand where we stand in betwixt and between and not see this? Not so much this, but see them. See the hurt. See the wrong. And I'll tell you, there are things that are wrong. We don't have time to deal with those things all today, you know. But I can freely stand up here and say, you know, without one lick of reservation, boy, I see where I was wrong. You know, we've been helped this week to see and realize... uh, that I have the blind spots. And boy, probably it, it is amplified magnified more when, when, and to the forefront when we're changing lanes. And you know, we're all on the same highway going in the same direction, and there's a whole lot of bumping and banging, but we still got to change lanes. We're, God's determined, I believe, that we're going to get to someplace else something new not not something that's a repeat of the old only even worse you know so if i hurt or do damage uh to you if you're in my blind spot if i don't see you please forgive me my heart i'm looking out for you i really am i don't i don't want to hurt you in any way Our heart is to help. But you're going to have to help me. You're going to have to help Pastor Sandy. We're going to have to help one another. Are you listening? We're going to have to be willing to help one another before we can help folks that are needing help even more than we need help. They haven't heard what we've heard, know what we know. We We haven't heard it all, and we don't know it all. But we can if we're willing to listen to him and to one another. Now again, I want to tell you, I know that we can't fix. It's not fixable. Not all of it. We can't right all the wrong uh, today. In one get together. But we can start a heart-to-heart conversation. Conversation a conversation of reconciliation. You know, I've heard this all week uh, long where Jesus said, I'm going to pull it a little bit, you know, but I wasn't there in the boat that day. I didn't know what the mix of those 12 guys (laughs) who were constantly, you know, fussing and carrying on with one another. You know, I don't know, you know, if Peter had... You know, went over on one night, and beat a bunch of folks up on the other side. It's possible. I don't know if when Jesus said, let's go to the other side, if Matthew thought, oh, Lord, boy, I'll tell you what. Now, they don't like me over there. I collected a lot of time. I cheated so-and-so and and -and such-and-such. You know, one of them, it says, was a zealot. Uh, and you know zealots are not very wise so I don't know what kind of thing he had pulled when Jesus said let's go to the other side I'm sure there was some fearfulness in the boat Uh, but Jesus said let us go to the other side where the people are going to be different from us where life there may not be the same as it has been For us. Just like he was willing to go to the the woman at the well. The Samaritan. I'm sure going to the other side with Jesus meant all kinds of contrast and conflict. But he said, let us go to the other side. You know, here we are on the inside. We've been on the inside for a long, long time in the church. And God in his great mercy and kindness has forced us out to the other side. And here we are. And and listen, we live. People out there do not love one another like we've learned to love one another in here, and if we don't even do it well, are you listening? How much more difficult, and then, and then, the truth is, and you hear it said, you know, I don't understand why they do this or they feel that way or this or that. Well. You know, the answer is not to take a stance and say, I don't understand, and that's it. It's to say, I need to try to understand. I've got to understand, or I cannot reach them. And I've got to be willing to go to that side, to see it from that side. Well, you know, the first reconciliation, the first conversation of reconciliation is... To be reconciled to God. You may be here today, you may and I pray that you are on the other side. And that our voice is reaching you. That 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 this message is being conveyed properly. That you hear our heart, and hopefully you're hearing the heart of God. That He loves you where you are, like you are but he won't leave you like you are. He came to change you, to make, give you a new life and be a new creation, something that never was, something new, something better. And the Bible says for everyone, this good news is for everyone. So I want to pray a simple prayer. And if you'll pray this prayer, and I believe that there are people that are listening to me today that you're ready for something new. Maybe you're ready to pray this prayer and to let Jesus to follow Jesus like you've never followed him before. Let's pray this together. Dear Jesus, I want to follow you into the new life, into a new and a better thing than I've ever known before. Start with me. Change me. I know you can. You said you will. And I accept that by faith. Jesus, I'll follow you from now on. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it, then the greatest miracle that could ever happen has just happened for you. Welcome to the other side. Welcome to God's side. And it's the only side where you can have the kind of life that's worth living congratulations we want to help you in any way that we can please contact us through facebook uh, social media youtube um here at the church office there's still have an old-fashioned phone where a landline where you could pick it up uh let us know we'll we'll be uh, very quick to respond to you and help you in your first steps with jesus christ want to thank you for joining us today god bless you until the next time